Well, good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Thank you so much for getting up this Saturday morning and joining us. I am super excited and blessed. I have a good friend here, uh, Reverend Linda Chandler. Good morning. Hey, Amy. I am so glad to be. It's a blessing for me to be with you. Aw. Well, we have been friends for, I guess, a long time. And um, for the audience uh, who's, uh, I guess, we haven't we haven't been on the radio together ever I don't think we have. I don't have. think you came. No. So when I was Christian uh, on Christian Teaching and Talk uh, many, many years ago, it's actually when I met you. Yes. But it wasn't because you came on the show. It was because friends introduced us and yes. said, you guys have to know each yes. other. And they were right. They were exactly Amen. right. We had lunch together, and then that and sealed that the it. deal. Yes. <laughs> I love those friendships. Well, this morning, guys, we are going to talk about something that... I'm really curious about, I want to know more about it for my Christian walk. Um, I really want to understand the purpose of Israel and Mm. those people there, God's people, and and what all that means in the Bible to us today. And uh, Reverend Chandler happens to be an expert on this subject, and I'm going to let her guide us and talk to us this morning about Israel. She has so much experience and so much knowledge and wisdom, and it's going to bless all of us. If uh, For you guys that are just finding my show, I want you to know that you can get all of our radio shows on amymillslive.com. Just go there. You can snatch up the podcast. Actually, you can go anywhere there are podcasts and um, get Amy Mills Live. And then that also will direct you to Sold Out Ministries, which is the foundation of this radio program. And right now we are gathering uh, names and emails because we are about to start a campaign of just sending out life-giving messages and, you know, the top five tips or, you know, whatever's on my heart. And just kind of feeding that out to people during the week um, when we're not able to talk to them any other way. So send me your name and your email to Amy at soldoutministries.com and we will get you on that list and start communicating with you and just trying to encourage you in your walk and as you do what God has called you to do on a daily basis. Well, um, Linda, what I want to know first and foremost is when did you fall in love Um with Israel. When did I get sold out? <laughs> when did you get, get sold, sold out? out? I want to borrow your phrase yes, there. Please, please. Because it was mm. your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. Yes. And I know that's what you work with with right. people. Mm. And I am sold out mm. for Israel. But I didn't start out that way because I didn't know anything about it. Sometimes mm. we don't even know our own selves or what God has programmed us for. Wow. And so we want to talk to that. I hope that this my story about this will inspire you that God has you here for a purpose. Mm. And and he is selling you out to his purpose. Yeah. So, um, well, it was so it's about 21 years ago. So in 1998, I agreed with the Lord after much, much, much struggle. And I had been a um, in education for over tw- uh, 20 years then that I would be a pastor for him. Never thought I would do that. Wow. Never, you know, not in my young years, ever thought I, it's God's joke on me <laughs> and probably the world. <laughs> but anyway, so while I was in, I had to go to seminary through my denomination. So I went to seminary. And while I was in seminary, they uh, really encouraged us to take a trip somewhere. And they offered a bunch of different ones. And the one I picked was the Middle East, because that's the least I knew about anything like way over there across the ocean. And I mean, you know, I'd been to Mexico, but I'd never had been, you know, way Mm -hmm. across the pond, what Mm -hmm. we call. So I picked the Middle East and 
I went on a 21-day journey through Syria, Iraq, Jordan, Egypt, Sinai Peninsula, and Israel. It was 21 days of the land of the Bible, and it wow. was to help us make the Bible come alive mm-hmm. for us more so. If we saw the places where Abraham yes. walked, if we saw the things, and then finally, when we would be in the Galilee and in Jerusalem where Jesus walked, because that is mm. the anchor of our faith, yeah. um, is Jesus Christ. It was very overwhelming. So I'm hoping today you won't get too overwhelmed. Yeah. So I want to, because I'm going to try to condense this down. But it just opened the Bible so much for me. And there was a particular time where I was um, in a place called Caesarea Philippi. And it's the place where Jesus took his disciples and asked them, mm-hmm. who do you say I am? Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of had one of those moments, those aha. And I was like, wow. And, you know, you're the Lord of my life. I'm, I'm going to serve you and, and all of that. And um, but it was. I, I was really, really glad that I had gone, and it helped my preaching, because um, a year after that is when I got ordained, and it helped my preaching and everything, but I thought I'd never go back. I mean, I, I did the thing, and I was done. Well, you have to fast forward to 2006, which is about seven years later. Um, God knew I wasn't done, but I didn't know it. So we never know the plans of God. And And he likes to surprise you. Oh, oh, well, and I think it's always about taking us deeper with him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's with a lot with your sold out ministry, you know, setting us free to be more than we ever imagined ourselves to be. So in 2006, uh, my best friend from seventh grade said, I'm going to Israel and I want you to come. I said, no, I've done that, been there. Thank you. It was great. I want you to go. Mm. And she turned around and she said, I think you're supposed to go, Linda. And God did speak to me. And he said, you were going. Mm. And I went and I had a very supernatural trip there. Uh, The presence of God was extremely strong. Um, And while I was there, um, we um, had a... um, uh, an incident. Well, I'm not going to say incident. I had a dream and I dreamed uh, the day we were in Jerusalem mm-hmm. and um, was rooming with this friend of mine uh, who's a deep prayer intercessor. And the Lord just, I had a dream of a lightning bolt coming down and I heard distinctly the words, repentance starts today. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. I, you know, first I thought, well, it's me. I hit the floor. I told my friend, hit the floor. Let's wow. start praying. What is it about us? Wow. But what it was about was God was going to have me look at the rift that was between the Jewish and the Christian community that Mm -hmm. I really knew nothing Mm -hmm. about. You know, I I didn't know anything about the Jews. Mm -hmm. Not really. I mean, um, uh, I didn't know the phrase I now use is they are the root of our faith. Jesus Mm -hmm. was a Jew. And I would say today that if if we this this. I want to leave you with this thought because I think we're going to maybe commercial in a minute. Mm -hmm. Jesus himself said salvation comes from the Jews. Mm. And you need to think about that. If the Jewish people hadn't existed, which I'll talk about in a minute. Okay. But if they hadn't existed, you and I would not have faith in God today. Wow. We owe our faith Mm. to this people. And so when I I started deeply understanding that is when then I Mm. began to do a lot of research into all of that. And that's what I've spent the last 20 years doing. That's so powerful. Wow. Think about that, you guys. Salvation comes from the the Jews. Mm -hmm. And um, John 4, 22, you can find it. 
so powerful. So so now we're starting to get some meaning out of this. Let's run to break. But when we come back, she's got tons of stories, tons of education, and we'll get through as much of it as we can today. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused On You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back, guys. It's Amy, and I am here with a dear friend of mine, Reverend Linda Chandler. And she is, um, I call her the, what, what are you, an Israel uh, aficionado, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but out of a love for Israel. Yes. And um, what God has, has really just put in your heart and just this seed he planted. I'm sold in. out, wow. Amy. I want to use your phrase it's, now. I am sold mm, out mm, for Israel mm, and her people. That's it. So as we went into break, she was talking about the fact that the first, or actually the second trip she went on, the Lord gave her a vision um, in a dream about um, a lightning bolt and repentance. And yes. then um, her realizing that uh, Jesus said salvation comes from the Jews. Right. And, 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 and the deep meaning that would have for all of us as Christians. Right. Because it, I, I, I really think we need to understand that we owe our mm-hmm. salvation mm-hmm. to a Jewish man mm-hmm. who is our Messiah. Mm-hmm. There's no doubting that. Even if they at this point, and I know that that's, that's part of the rift, where the, that a lot of biblical, the biblical Orthodox Jews who are very biblical in the Bible and everything, don't accept yet that he was the Messiah. Uh-huh. All right. They're still looking for him. Okay. And so that's been part of and this that's rift. that's Orthodox Jew. That, that, yes. And, and, always well, remi- you have always, well, there's always other... Because or- there's, that's the confusion, I think, for people is because not all Jewish people believe the same thing, right? No, they're just like the Christians. Yeah. Just like we okay. have lots okay. of different denominations, okay. you know, That's and we all have about. a little bit of the pieces of the truth, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're Episcopal, Catholic, mm-hmm. Protestant, you know, all those kind of stuff. Got it. They're the same way. They, there's Orthodox are more real biblical. If you have ultra-Orthodox or, you know, real uh conservative yeah. real real way way over there then you've got your reformed your and we're not going to talk about all this right. but yes you have different meanings okay but that's that clears right. it for me like yes. just to think of it as there's different denominations in christianity yes okay that's so what happened is i began to study uh church history why did we have a break from the jews if it started out as a jewish thing because mm-hmm. jesus was jewish mm-hmm. and he chose if you know your bible 12 disciples who were all Jewish, Mm. the whole movement. Mm. And that's why at first the movement was called The Way. They didn't know what else to call it because they were not breaking from Judaism. Mm. They were not breaking from their thousands of years of teaching. And um, so, um, but then as it went out into what we call the dysphoria, the other nations, and we begin, and they begin to graft in um, the Romans, the Greeks, you know, all those kind of people, things begin to change. Like, so you have a clash of cultures. And truly, after the destruction of the second destruction of the temple, which is in 70 AD, 
so about 40 years after Jesus uh, was crucified, um, there was a huge movement that began to move away from Judaism, and they were being called Christians, Mm -hmm. which just meant, which is a uh, Greek word uh, for Messianic believers, Mm -hmm. but see Greek now we've got Greek overlaying the Hebrew so you just can kind of get that so you have this movement moving more towards a Greco-Roman thought which is Western thought we're Western people right you know you start out from there in the east and you're going west actually America's almost as far as you can go west right right and so we have Greco when we're all of our schools and everything are trained on that they have mm. Hebraic thought, which mm. Hebraic Jewish thought is very different. Anyway, the more I read why we pulled away and how they begin to, in the Greco-Roman thought, because remember, the Romans were what? Conquerors. Mm. They conquered cultures. And then your wow. whole thing, when you conquer a culture, you want to assimilate into your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Greco-Roman world was what? Pagan. And in Greco-Roman thought is, Greek philosophy is, we can prove something by doing proof texts, Aristotle, all of that. So you look at it. In Hebraic thought, they're very centristic. I mean, God is the center Mm. of everything Mm. because there's only one true God. We don't have a whole bunch of gods. Right. Okay. And so just to make this much shorter... Um, I want you to think about that. We talk about the Trinity, uh, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But do you believe that they're all three separate gods sitting on separate thrones? No. No, you don't? No. Okay. But when we talk like that, they don't understand what we're saying. Mm. And I and anyway, that's a whole long discussion. So we need to say what I've learned to do is we only believe in the one true God mm. because we believe he's all of that. Right. And it's in a oneness. And they have a scripture. It's called the Shema. And it's that the, the Lord God is one. The Lord is one. And so if we would listen and we just join in that, yes, we believe that too. So that's just a, a tiny tip of what I started learning. And um, when people read the Bible, old, say let's say Old Testament, they look at it and you read it. And so instead of reading Israel, you think, well, that's about me today. I'm, I'm, this is I'm, for I'm, me today, right. which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But what happened with that is we have a thing called replacement theology. We begin to replace ourselves, and the Jews don't ever have a place anymore. So kind of erase that, and you I'm Israel that. now. Yeah, and we are. Mm. We have been grafted into them, but they still have their place. Mm. So the the more I realized how the, the church, I'm going to just call it the church now, the church that we know from— 2,000 years ago, begin to move away from the Jews so that they could have more control and develop it the way they wanted to, putting in some of their thoughts mm. and the Western thought, mm. is we started literally, on, that's where the rift comes, the divide, mm. mm-hmm. and it just got wider and wider. And if you really start studying it, then the Holocaust comes from it, everything. Wow. Uh, Anti-Semiticism. And um, so... For us, I think today what I want to say is we're trying to do this 101 thing with Israel is that we believe I've been called to be a repairer of the breach, which is uh, very much um, in the scriptures. And um, I've been to uh, Israel seven times um, now and each time gone deeper. But I study a lot. 
I we're now making uh, inroads in Austin with our Jewish community here wow. because we're not trying to quote save them. Right. They're under God's we're saving grace. We're trying to mend this rift exactly, mm-hmm. repair it, and let God be who God is. That's so good. Wow. Okay. So, um, so, so our goal here today for all of you listeners was really just to kind of what she said, do an Israel 101, just to mm-hmm. get, just so we could get a little foundation and get our thought processes in the aligned in the right way and go, oh, okay, now I get that. Oh, that makes sense in my Bible. When we come back, um, I want her to talk about some of her seven trips. Um, I'm sure with the information you brought today, you're going to give us a little bit of, you know, what's going on. I'm going to give you a little bit more 101 for a second. All right. Let's take 101 when we come back. And then if we have time left, we will, um, you know, we'll we'll do some stories. Okay. Okay. Sounds good for me. All right, guys, we'll be right back. It's Amy here. Hey there, guys. It's Amy. I just wanted to take a quick break and talk to you about some communication that we are going to start sending out to um, all the folks who not only follow this show, Amy Mills Live, but also the folks that follow Sold Out Ministries, which is the ministry that I founded back in 2009 out of my freedom experience. And so we've got this group of people that are loving to hear about um, freedom, and we want to do a better job at communicating with you all. So if you will shoot me an email, amy at soldoutministries.com, and just give me your name and give me your email, we will start sending out a weekly communication piece, whether it's a, a tips for the day or whether it's a scripture or whether it's something that the Lord's brought to my mind. We're going to try to do a better job of communicating with you and lifting you up during the week. So reach out to me at amy at soldoutministries.com. Give me your name and your email. Welcome back. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. If you are just finding my show for the first time, I want to let you know that I'm on Saturdays at 9 a.m. and I'm on Sunday at 9.30. And in fact, my guest today, uh, Reverend Linda Chandler, is going to be with me again tomorrow. And I'm so excited because we get to talk about her book tomorrow, which I'm totally in love with. And uh, But I want to d- devote the rest of our few minutes here today to talk more about Israel 101. We're getting a foundation. It's getting our thoughts processes flowing in the right place about what Israel and the Jewish people truly mean to us today as Christians. Well, Amy, I, I want to say you had given me, you said, let's do Israel for dummies. Mm-hmm. And you know yes. what? No one is a dummy because mm-hmm. even I, I have just, I, I'm still learning stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, and I do teach this eight week course. Uh, it's about 16 hours. So I'm trying to condense this uh, really. But the yeah. first question I ask people to really help them understand is I say, if we're as a Christian, um, and if you look at your Bible, now some of you may not have really looked at your Bible. It looks so daunting, you know, and everything, but but it's the foundation for you. And I'm going to ask you in this Bible, you know, Amy, whose story is this? Mm-hmm. Whose story is the Bible about? Well, we know that it says in the beginning, God created. It's a book. The whole book 
is God's story. See, in the ancient Near Eastern world in which uh, Israel emerged, beginnings were deemed to be very crucial for the origins. So whose story is it? The whole Bible witness, it is for you, but it's God's story. And so how did God decide to tell his story? Well, this is how he did. He says there's four references in, for us in our scriptures, Revelation, last book of the Bible, mm-hmm. where the story, we, it doesn't end, but where it's kind of bookended. Mm-hmm. And he says four times in Revelation, I am the Alpha and the Omega. And actually, mm-hmm. if you were in Hebrew, you'd say, I am the Alpha and the Tav. That's mm-hmm. the two beginning and ending letters. In other words, God is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And the story is then about him. It's not about us. Mm. So it's the story of God. He's the center of the story, which Jewish people truly believe. Remember I said Hebraic thought is centristic. He's in the center of all everything in their lives. So we're totally different from God. Mm. We're made in his image, but we're like a mirror that reflects his image. We're not God. Mm. So what was God's purpose then? It was to make known his existence. In all of creation. So how is he going to do this? How's this story told? Well, he works through creation to make himself known. And he chose the Jews. He chose Abraham to tell his story, to begin his story through. And yes, I know there's stories before that, but you're going to find out why he chose Abraham. Because the world was so haywire. It was so crazy with all these different groups that he picked this man and he said, I'm going to tell my story through you. The Bible that we as Christian Jews, 64 of the 66 books are written by Jews. Now, so wouldn't that make this book about 98% Jewish? Wow. So I think that's something for us all to learn. So I think the story starts and ends, and I think it does it in three distinct movements. There is a scripture, Hosea 6.2, that says, After two days he will revive us, and on the third day he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Now, we're all about the three days because of resurrection and about us knowing Jesus and him coming to live in our lives. But the beginning of the story is first, you have your first Adam who was in Eden, you get the fall, then you get Noah, you get the flood, and God is saying, I got to do something here. And so he chooses Abraham. He chooses this group of nomadic people, Abraham, in the Middle East to begin his story, to really begin to tell it. Mm -hmm. The middle of the story, which is the second day, is the second or the last item. That's the birth of Jesus. That's where we get to start being grafted into the story. Mm -hmm. And again, that's why it's so significant for us to understand that. His ministry from Matthew 5, 17 said, Do not think that I came, this is Jesus talking, to abolish the law, abolish the prophets. I have not come to abolish them or get rid of them, but to fulfill them, that they're part of this whole story. I tell you the truth until heaven and earth disappear. Not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will any means disappear from what we know, the law. They call it the law. For us, it's the teachings until everything is accomplished. So, Now the Jewish story becomes Mm -hmm. the world story after A.D. 33. But we don't get rid of the Jews. They're still a significant part of the story. Mm -hmm. Because why does it say John 3, 15? 
God so loved who? The world. The world. Not just one group of people right. and not just us. And if we think he's going to get rid of the Jews, well, then he's going to get rid of us at some point. <laughs> so Jesus made it even more clear in a speech with the woman at the well in John four twenty two. You people don't know what you're worshiping. And he was talking to a Samaritan woman. We will worship what we do know because salvation comes from the Jews. Mm. So to me, those are two pillars we need to stand on. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't come to abolish until he was a Jew. He yeah. will always be a Jew. When he comes back, he's a Jew, but he's a Jew for all people. Mm. See, the Jewish people were called, if you look in Isaiah 60, they were called to rise and shine and be a light for the nations. Mm. They're to to, to light up the world. Mm. And so, but there came a time where they're beating down and everything. So Jesus appears on the scene as the perfection of God to shine. And you might say, well, see, they don't even believe in him. There are some that do, Mm. but it's because God has kept them Uh, with a veil over their eyes for a specific purpose, even until now. So we have to remember that Jesus is a Jew. He's the root of our faith. And he has said, I came not to abolish, Mm -hmm. but to fulfill. And so I will say this for you, and you can hang on to this one. Um, Israel became a nation in 1948. And it was when prophecy was totally fulfilled. Because in Isaiah 66, 8, says, who has ever heard of such things, who has ever seen things like this? Can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment? Yet no sooner is Zion in labor that she gives birth to her children. So you need to realize for 2,500 years, this nation that had become Israel had the title deed from Abraham. Remember Abraham, God said to Abraham, I will give you the nations right. and they will be blessed because of you. Look at Genesis twelve three. They will be blessed. And whoever you bless, I will bless. Mm-hmm. Whoever curses you will be cursed. This nation, though, did get conquered. Um, it was a disciplinary movement by God. And he, they went all out, and the whole nation became desolate and uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. But 2,500 years later, wow. it was restored in a single day, May 1948, one day, and it shows wow. and it spotlights God's faithfulness. That is cool. Oh, my gracious. I'd never really put those dates together um, and thought about that. So for you guys listening this morning, I, I think that this is something that I know for my own self, I want to continue to just really understand this and look into this. Um, Reverend Chandler does teach a class. We'll be offering that hopefully um, up on my website. Um, and and so just be checking that out. But we've got to run. She's going to be back with me tomorrow. So be sure and listen at 930 tomorrow morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show.